हेलो गुड मॉर्निंग आकाशवाणी टेरविथिया सो दिस मॉर्निंग आई वोक अप माई वॉइस इज अ लिटल ऑफ स्लाइटली इन बिटवीन अ टिनी एंड अ मंजाट कम्स टू माइंड बिकॉज ऑफ अ सर्टन स्ट्रेन स्ट्रेच इन द स्ट्रिंग्स अबेथ Or maybe it's another uh, classical musician. But the point is, uh, sometimes when our strings are a little taut, we uh, the connections between um, who we are, how we are, and our experience of living, and how we respond to what's happening outside, maybe a little. Um, having to go in spite of beyond the strain that's there in our strings so uh one of the ways by which i have been um able to kind of maintain the the stretch of the strings is by uh, nirbij yoga now this morning i i woke up thinking about um uh, that and about the twin heart and about the secondary breath so in the practice of uh, meristem intelligence in the training of biodynamic training cycle therapy um i got to learn about the primary and secondary breath um there have been several uh, songs and stories and movies well referring to in one way or the other to um the breath within our body that keeps us alive kind um probably very few um see it as um yeah well it, i wouldn't say very few but people who talk about um arduous love yeah um um some you know time lasting kind that which has their lives become beautiful kind of love they talk about their partner being um in sync with this breath with this uh, breath within them which which has them be alive and um so the the um the point is what has some people experience ephemeral love and some people experience this eternal blissful life beautifying love is um is probably related with the intensity but i think the intensity of care but it's about it's not just about you caring about your partner but also about the life that you inhabit people around uh your partner inhabit people around and how um our lives are connected and how each affect the other and when you care enough along those lines and also caring about what your life is about what's your um profession your your vocation what's your partner's vocation what is um, their interests what is um your and their outlook at life when you're caring enough about it's kind of 360 degree when your when care becomes the base 
from where um, you are living life so much so that you're not excluding anything but finding ways to include and then accommodate and then um well that may be more the image of the garden of life probably in terms of sacred geometry where you're finding a way to tuck those loose ends in and then have the embroidery be become beautiful yeah the embroidery of your life become beautiful you're not letting loose threads you're not having inflammations yeah you're in some way finding a way to heal um what may be standing out um so care our breath is also considered in many ways um like the petals of a lotus yeah um our body is made up of several kinds of breaths yeah every tissue every cell breathe and when um like a petal of a, uh, like the petals of a lotus they're all interconnected to the same body and when um we are not mindful of how we are breathing when we don't know the breaths of our body when we are well even if we we may or may not be aware of it but the fact is every cell every tissue breathes and it's all part of one same body so diseases may be an expression of the breaths not being together or some breaths being wounded or when i say breaths being wounded maybe a tissue that's wounded and hence the breath is jagged say a cell or a tissue's breath is jagged um or um or it could be that a relationship is um suffering it may be an emotional wound physically you may not be seeing anything but because of that emotional wound there is a certain jaggedness about the breath about that organ breathing maybe or how that system functions maybe the digestion is not happening well enough or the nervous system is not functioning well enough or it could be different different thing our body is all interconnected you see so um so care is also about um in several ways how a body ex- is experienced how a body experiences life um so when we say um and then when we are talking in terms of partnership when we are talking in terms of marriage where my idea of marriage is the time spent without marring another yeah how much do you age like fine wine you know they say wine um the more you age it becomes richer in body so it's so a kind of like that like when you age in a relationship long enough that you're not marring another in any way yeah in some way you're healing and you're having the fabric of life come together and and when i say fabric of life it's about how big is your life how big are your concerns is your concerns just limited to your neighborhood or just limited to the to the people in your household or um or is it is it also extending to somebody who you don't even know exists or does it also ex- include those who you who you don't even know is is going to be born at some point in time but you have no idea when so how how big is your uh concern would also be a way of saying how big how big is your heart yeah um and it's not a good or a bad thing it's it's more more about each of us are in different stations in life different positions and we each have our own concerns you don't have to do something but 
to notice where you are how you are what is the life experienced by you and then to notice how how far does your care extend do you include yourself in your care are you an object of of care received do you you care for many things you care for many people but are you one of the object of your affections too because um if you are not part of it now i did this mistake for quite some time we can call it as a mistake but it's also a learning curve um in that in facilitating mental intelligence therapy um even while i was training uh, in bcst biodynamic training sacral therapy i absolutely refused experimentation i had a complete disagreement with being considered as guinea pigs and there were references to it quite often and i did not like it i think at some point i was kind of empathetic to the guinea pig and um, and i this is around the time also when i had earlier to joining the training for bcst i joined a kickboxing class and uh, as i was um, practicing you know kicking and punching and all of that at some point i didn't want to kick and punch in the sense kick and punch is fine but i didn't want to hurt anybody and more importantly i don't i don't want them to hurt i don't want me to hurt and i want us both to be protected um and i didn't quite know what is that i didn't want to happen but probably what i and then uh, i was asking for you know what is that which will train me for that so that you know people are not hurt i'm not hurt and we're actually both protected i did not know that the word i was looking for is what will help heal the violence i did not know that word but i knew that you know protect if that person it's protected i'm protected and uh, we are both not hurting either that was the idea so i was looking around and then uh, i read paulo coelho's um, reference to aikido in his book breeda and he had mentioned about a little bit of the te- of a technique he'd done um, to bring harmony when he was experiencing disharmony um, in his emotional states and i liked how he wrote about it and then i inquired and i found uh, a a a center the takimasu um, school of um, aikido i am aikido aikido federation federation of india bangalore uh, they teach the takimasu style and uh, lucky for me i am in bangalore and i discovered it's all it's right here and all i had to do was search i did not know aikido existed and i read paulo coelho's book and then i begin training i'm call up uh, the center the person uh, uh, mr timaya who is um, who has been facilitating uh, he started it in bangalore so then i uh, began uh, training with him and then i discovered this you know the, the philosophy match gel with me so much it's about um, coming to the center and it's about it's it's about the art of peace and how they are teaching the takimasu style is very different from any other style mentioned about in aikido um uh, in on youtube or anywhere else so here there's inquiry of the school is teaching aikido yoga which originates from um um uh, this uh, a sensei his name is uh, jules uh, he teaches in australia uh, he has a center there so he teaches aikido yoga and then he came to bangalore uh, for some reason he had come to bangalore and then he started the bangalore center and uh, mr timaya uh took on as a, as a student and then continues the practice here uh teaching 
um, the inquiry uh, facilitation um, the thinking the thinking from there and takemusu uh, is uh, apparently the last form of aikido which oishiba um, um, the person who uh, originated um he's a person who originated this uh, form of peace this art of peace called aikido and uh, takimusu is the last form of what he was working on yeah um and um, that's the form that uh, i have had the opportunity to be training in uh, so 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 one important part of my inquiry has been aikido which is when i actually come in touch with yoga and then i joined the hoop yogini program yeah the hoop yogini um the hula hooping combined with hatha yoga which is more again yoga but again not so my relationship with yoga has come from the art of peace um you know um nothing the idea of nothing um was spoken about but i was not quite satisfied enough about it's not like it's not marinated enough i couldn't i i barely touched the surface of the idea of nothing i saw a poster that says nothing works and i was like okay i just barely even touched anything of it and then um i meet hoop yogini yeah the hatha yoga through the hoop yogini program and then i'm seeing i'm i'm a master intelligence facilitator yes so as i've been um um inquiring and facilitating that clinically i'm more prone to be still and then uh, in nothing yeah i wouldn't i wasn't calling it as nothing we learned it as the neutral space and um and from the neutral space um uh, facilitating health so uh, as i was training in aikido nothing i did not really connected with neutral space but i was thinking there is something vocabulary you know my intellectually i still hadn't dashed the dots but i was finding more ability to be to practice my therapeutic work because i was also inquiring in terms of aikido um and i didn't know what i was learning in aikido because i was becoming more um um uh, inquiring in terms of the center and those kinds of things and um so the 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 philosophy the teaching has been is very intricate yeah and i ask a lot of questions so my training moved from physical movement to i started doing word aikido in the sense i would ask questions and then get today what i call as shabdakosha uh, shuddhikaran is more like uh, cleansing the sound base a word base so it's also my form of what i was calling as word aikido then but then that is also something which i happen to coin to describe when they were saying do your do your techniques and then practice and i would go talking and then uh, they were saying don't talk so much you just practice and i would say talking is also important how would i um, find my you know answers to questions probably today in um, today in my understanding um, sanatana dharma Uh, you know practitioners from have been calling it as tarka where you're discussing and then coming to better understanding but i didn't know that then i had i mean i was just hearing the word aikido yoga i've been hearing yoga people talking about yoga and all of that but didn't quite 
dig in. There are, there have been even exercises which I've done with my friends. Everybody is doing yoga. You know, go for a, f- a small session. You do something, and then okay, we did yoga. But what that means? What have what became? You know, I did some poses. You know, boat, and then uh, different kinds of poses, and it was fun just rolling around and all that's fun. But you know what it does? All of that is not quite so much. Um, I came to be calling it as contortionism um, because. Uh, because as i was inquiring to health and i'm noticing these different kinds of diseases um my thinking was if yoga has been around why are we having diseases and we are having diseases which means either we are not doing yoga properly or we don't know what yoga is or um something is off yeah so i was kind of moving away from hatha yoga and because of my inquiries through um facilitating meditative intelligence therapy um which came about i began to also call it as meditative intelligence therapy because there was so much less doing there was so much less experimentation it is not experimentation even the training i didn't like the word guinea pig and um so it's not about guinea pig it's about um say in um as no in scientific inquiries they there's a lot of experimentation you know experimenting with the idea of guinea pig comes from experimenting on animals you know so there is testing kind and borrowing off of that idea maybe um you know from how things are in the world from the imagery in the world you come to learning something that is better or um um other than that or better than that so um probably the idea of the guinea pig was to uh, have us be okay with exploring um maybe even experimenting on what happens when you touch a person in a particular way or how you relate to a person in a particular way versus another so these are part of the trainings in coming home to um biodynamic rhythms yeah part of the trainings and I was stuck with the word guinea pig. I didn't know um uh, while I was while I was uh, joining the PCST training. Before that I had started the kickboxing thing. And then from kickboxing I came to Aikido. And while I was training PCST, I was also practicing Aikido. So mm-hmm. my understanding was already coming from a certain level of non-violence. Yeah? And then I was jarring against this word guinea pig and i did not like it because i was inquiring from non violence my teachers probably did not know what is that i'm doing outside of my training space or you know uh, these are seminars happening every so many um, months yeah uh, pl- with so much uh, practices and inquiries and they did not really know what uh, each of us is doing in our life outside of the training and i was training aikido and uh, so i was going away from experimentation you know it's not about i came to the thinking that there are no practice sessions every practice is actually the work itself so when so then i was thinking when uh, when doctors and you know different people are talking in terms of practice and i'm thinking what is, what they basically meaning is they are continuing their studentship 
in being able to become better facilitators of health or be better facilitators of the vocation they have uh, begun in. And I was thinking there is no experimentation and it's not like a practice life and the real life is going to start sometime. So my understanding of practice has been this. And this is how I've been training while I was uh, a student of BCST. And which, is, which has been informing my practice that continues to inform my practice. Um, so meristem intelligence therapy as a word, as a concept, as a method came about from less and less and less experimentation to the point of I was not, you know, in the sense experimentation, exploration, because these are, see, it's, it's also symptomatic. It we um, in facilitating health, even in allopathy or in Ayurveda or in different things, there is a symptom-based approach, and then um, uh, and then from symptom you arrive at you know the di there's a diagnostics and prognostics you know what may be the cause for it and then what could be the outcome and then there is uh, adjustments um, according to uh, to facilitate for healing for betterment of health. So that's also in my paradigm, in my view of thinking, that's also part of experiment. In the sense, you're working from a cause and effect. Um, you know, uh, in the perspective of medicine intelligence therapy, um, that is still um, some degrees of doing, yeah, uh, or being, or or a combination of that. And. Um, um, and I was moving away from any of that, yeah, away from the explorative, experimentative, definitely not, which I already um, had given up during my training. But then I'm also human. There are also my human instincts. Yeah, from uh, re there are uh, reflexive, instinctive behaviors. So then I had to observe how, what are my knee-jerk reactions, what are my uh, reflexes, and then what is that I naturally tend to do and what is that I get triggered into when I'm faced with a challenge. So basically my inquiry into nonviolence has been continuing um, even as, I, as I've been facilitating health and then that's how uh, from BCST practices I came to medicine intelligence uh, practices. I had to give it a name because I was inquiring more into nonviolence and I had to give the paradigm of thinking and practices that was emerging from this from this inquiry and the several collateral correlated um, inquiries a name and hence I gave the name medicine intelligence and then I since I was continuing to do it and I would it was slightly different from how BCST um, from what I learned how I learned uh, BCST but uh, is from the bed of BCST from the learning um, principles from the thinking thought lines, bed of thought, that is BCST. And hence, medicine intelligence therapy made sense um, ethically because I have to give it a name and when, when people are talking about it and uh, they are used, say, for example, they've had a session with somebody who's practicing BCST and then they come to me and I'm talking differently, doing it differently. They would wonder, what are you doing? Yeah. So ethically, it made sense that I give it a name consistent with the... Uh, I, it's a sophisticated blend of several inquiries, several therapeutic practices. So I had to give it a name. This is the name I give. Um, and then I've been practicing. Um, but one thing that I um, failed to notice was that I was experimenting on myself 
to know when is it hurtful when is it not sometimes i would go for days without food or uh, or, or to see what will happen to my body if i don't eat or i would uh, um or i would uh, um not brush my teeth or not drink sufficient water or not sleep for uh, for time for some time um so these are all my own experiments to explore what happens to my body when something is not there so so since i have a body and i am alive and i'm amongst uh, people so i'm not hurting another except i'm i'm maintaining being alive well and then i'm noticing what happens when something is there something is not there dr um, william garner sutherland the founding father of uh, bcst pattern mimicry psychotherapy is said to have had a certain experimental uh, self experimental um nature um was i inspired by him i don't know but then uh, my work i mean it made, it made sense for me to explore life by my own body given the fact that i have a body um and then it's taken me so long to discover why not to experiment because i didn't know that my body is connected to my partner how is i to know i mean i listen to songs and i listen to movies and all of these ballads about great loves and how am i to connect that with you know i have anything to do with that i mean okay human and all of that and everybody is like pining and everybody is talking about love and marriages and all this stuff and i'm like nice circus yeah because they talk about get married and then they say don't get married and then they say you know what good decision get married and then they say you need to get married and then you know what bombardment but you need to get married those are not married you know you need to get married those are married like you know what you know this is how life is henpecked all of that stuff yeah those kind of uh, comments and then i should be inspired by this whole system called love and marriage yeah um like i I don't know what do you think me to be kind, and then you discover I am into health health uh, care facilitation, life facilitation, and I am facilitating life, excluding the fact the thought that I am also alive and have health, and uh, so I am facilitating. So I don't know what I don't know. I mean we all have our blind spots. I don't know what I don't know, and uh, so I am doing the right things. and then i'm doing all of these experiments then there was this thought that uh, at some point that since i'm not experimenting with others that i shouldn't be experimenting with me too but then the thought was if i don't do this how will i know what works and what doesn't work uh and then how can i advise somebody on um suggest on you know it is better if you do this this way rather than this way how can i even suggest something and uh, so i had no reason to not do that until i began to i until i came to nirbij yoga and then i discover my connection with life and then i discover my connection with my partner oh my goodness talk about shock and then um and then i know why not to experiment so this morning i was i woke up and thinking today i'm going to podcast about absolutely don't ever experiment life is not something to be experimented it's to be lived and there's a big difference between living and uh, survival because survival has several levels of experimentation yeah between science and religion and we have all of this 
you even come to the pandemic come on it's time we grew up and come to the paradigm of non-violence and it is such super beautiful absolutely beautiful way of health wealth and wisdom and it's just there by the fact of having a human body and our ability to care just don't experiment yeah with anything particles with objects subjects nothing no experiment even with yourself no experiment mindfulness works so the paradigm of mercy intelligence involves inculcates encourages facilitates non violence care love mindfulness life really works and what ways you cannot begin to describe i'm actually finding words by which to describe the indescribable uh so that you can have some more written sound visual uh reference taste by which you can understand what is possible from non-violence and living life from um humane love and care and considerations um love is really life care medium and how have i come to be saying this is a long story but definitely in tiny shots tiny little podcasts or little articles different social media i am um have been and now increasing the rate at which i seed uh the different beauties from this through the different social media so maybe over time you will be able to see some more from these um descriptives from these um beauties from what is possible from living non-violently and maybe as you notice your life's becoming beautifuler you may begin to realize you know what it may be because of that podcast or because of the image you saw or because of an article you read and then you will remember minister intelligence and then you will come home to you know learning some more from this enterprise and uh, from the pro- from the programs the products of this enterprise and then you will see how life really works in having you become healthy wealthy wise from living life through these paradigms thank you for listening love